Welcome to Humanly, the podcast providing allied health and integrative medicine practitioners with the most up-to-date, evidence-based and clinically relevant information. This podcast is a melting pot of ideas on health and well-being and does not replace the advice of your primary healthcare professional. Here's your host, Daniel Reuters. Welcome along, everyone, to Humanly. My name is Daniel Reuters, and today I'm joined by Dr. William Trebbing. Uh, Dr. Trebbing, you're a chiropractor from the States, and um, you've written a book called Goodbye Germ Theory. And I saw this book about uh, 12, 18 months ago, and then I actually heard you on a um, podcast with uh, on Crow 777 Radio. And when I heard that, I thought, I have to talk to this guy because... Um, <laughs> I think you speak a lot of truth and I think people can learn a lot of um, great information from you. So thank you so much for coming along. Oh, it's my pleasure. Excuse my antique uh, communication devices here. I don't, I for one don't trust the pods in the ears that uh, bring all the whatever Wi-Fi in there. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are having a rough time there in Australia with all of this, uh, you and New Zealanders and, uh, Dale Bigtree, actually, on the, on his show, have you have you heard of the High Wire? Yes, I have. Yeah, right. Well, many of your viewers probably you know know about the High Wire, and he had uh, the Maori people on actually mm. uh, from New Zealand talking about how they're protesting, and uh, the Prime Minister is backing off her speech a little bit, you know, saying, "Well, you know, it's okay." You know, we're <laughs> they're they're out there doing the Maori war dance. <laughs> Apparently, they only do that when when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. So they got they got something going, you know, yeah. with that. I, I, you guys have a, uh, I, I think you have Maori in Australia, do you not? Um, Maori's mainly from New Zealand. We've got the right. um, indigenous. Um, What's your indigenous people called? They're called the. Uh, uh, I think they call them. Well, they used to call them the Aboriginal people, but I don't like to call it that because that doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. Reflect that. Yeah, it's sort of a, a, a twisted meaning, I think. Well, I think, I guess my point is that you need to start doing a war dance because uh, I know everybody up here has seen the, uh, the encampments and uh, all that's real, I guess, right? They, uh, if you have COVID, do they just kind of pick you up and put you in there? What's going on with them? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I know that if you come from overseas, you have to isolate in a hotel. And I think they are building camps, like they've got one in queensland queensland yeah Victoria. Mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know if that will ever be for just everyday people but nothing would surprise me at this point in time um you know if we think back to where we were two years ago and if anyone would have said this is where you're going to be in the end of 2022 people would right be crazy but here we are well i mean up here you know we've been watching the situation closely down there and we you know we want everybody wants to know what's happening in australia because of the Obviously, it affects the entire globe to be, a, if that's going to be a template for the world, we have to all fight. And uh, of course, we know that that's their, that's their dream to have every human being enslaved to the point where they're getting, you know, shots every six months. This is what they want, right? Every single adult they've been, this has been the pharmaceutical company, you know, uh, Nazi fascist dream for 30 years, and they're just now rolling it out. And the point in my book, I was the first one really to see all this coming when I wrote the book in 1999. Um, And that's one of the main things people, you know, get into 
uh, about how the book really predicted everything that's you know happening now. Mm. But we do look at Australia and say, gee, like what's happening down there? Like we we heard that they're building these encampments in Queensland and. Uh, you know, but we don't get we get kind of spotty information. It's just like, well, are they really putting people in there? You know, we don't really know. And I think they're just keep, keep pushing and pushing and pushing to see how far they can get. And um, when they took away your ability to have firearms down there in Australia, I think it was probably about 20, 30 years ago, right? Was it the 90s? Yes. That happened. Uh, that yeah, they wouldn't be doing that if you guys had firearms. Let's put it that way. I think a lot more people be fighting back. We uh, saw how the truckers were blocking the different roadways mm. in Australia, and uh, but I, I guess what the, one of the things that I want to know is how how does how's all that working? I mean, uh, all the protesting and which is persistently going on there. I want to Yeah, there was a, a really big protest. There's been some pretty big protests over the last mm-hmm. eighteen months, and I've pretty much been to every single one of them. But and the police shooting back with rubber bullets and all this other uh, terrible yeah, stuff. It's pretty full on. It's pretty violent, and yeah, you know, we were we were once considered the free country, the lucky country. Um, right. And I think this, as you said, this is a testing ground down here. If they can make this work in Australia, they can make it work anywhere, because you know. We've got a, a our history is um, the Anzacs. They fought in right. world wars to overcome tyranny. Um, yep. They gave their lives for that. And I think people have somehow forgotten that what happened 80 years ago is very reminiscent of what is happening now. And it's almost like we've forgotten that history can repeat itself and it seems to be happening that way. Yeah, things, things are getting pretty bad here. Um, history can certainly repeat itself when you erase history. Yes. Because then people have no reference point. And that's what they're doing now. Cancel culture is erasing history or uh, rewriting it to the point where, you know, the heroes, the once heroes are now uh, enemies. So even today up here is, you know, is Veterans Day. And my father fought in World War II. Mm. And so I always put my flag out in honor. But, you know, a, a lot of the younger generations aren't considering it as important. No. And same thing here. We've got Remembrance Day. Um, right. So we're meant to be remembering the Anzacs that, that fell for our freedom. And it's ironic that the um, Prime Minister and the um, Premier of Victoria are there trying to celebrate Remembrance Day and pay their tribute. But they're the very ones who are rolling out some sort of tyrannical regime um, <laughs> across Australia. So, yeah, it's, it's concerning. Um, but all of this really relies on the fact that there is a virus, right? And uh, from my research and what I've looked into over the last 18 months, I'm not convinced there is one. What are your thoughts? No, there isn't. Uh, Well, my book goes into this a lot. The the reason I call it goodbye germ theory is because the germ theory is the basic fraud foundation, the fraud foundation on which everything that is happening now is allowed to happen, right? The people who are on board with all the vaccines and getting all the shots and will continue to get the boosters and everything like that, uh, which I think is about a little bit more than a third of the population. I don't think it's reached half yet, Uh, but a third are just complete mass sheep that will walk off the edge of the cliff for the pharmaceutical companies and just do whatever they're told to do. Mm. And uh, it's because the globe has been sold a bill of goods through the germ theory, uh, which does not even hold up to the scientific method. 
And uh, people think that viruses uh, and bacteria and uh, a lot of these other microorganisms create disease. They do not. This theory has been disproven probably now for about three decades easily just by using the scientific method. There's something called Koch's postulates, just five postulates. It's in the book. But in order for a organism to cause disease, you have to be able to present it into a body and it has to create that disease every single time. Uh, and it also, um, the, the disease can't be without the pathogen. And uh, that has already been disproven mm. in so many different instances. Um, that's one of the primary postulates of conscious postulates. And if you read my book, you get all five of them in there about, and, but every single one of them are false, right? The, 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 the primary one about how the pathogen can never be found uh, apart from the disease has been shown to be false so many times. A perfect example is AIDS. When AIDS was raging around and, and Dr. Fauci, you know, Dr. Fauci was out there and he was like, oh, you know, he was, he was a bit, he wasn't the raspy, you know, uh, Satanist that he is now, but he was, a, <laughs> he was a younger man back in those days. And I interviewed him for the book and, you know, he was out there. He's a, such a quack. He was out there saying stuff and he was, he was working at the NIH then as well. He was out there saying stuff like, uh, um, well, you know, if you just stand next to an AIDS, uh, somebody that has AIDS, you can catch AIDS, you know, and all the other prominent virologists of the day, Luc Montagnier, um, you know, uh, 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 Peter Duisberg, all of them who I, who I had interviewed um, were all like saying, this guy, he has no idea what he's talking about. They all thought he was a complete moron. And uh, the problem was, so if you went against the AIDS establishment in those days, you you had your funding uh, removed. Um, many doctors, Dr. Ruth Bernstein, uh, you know, everybody, and there was actually even a, a television program on Channel 7 about it, you know, in the early 90s. It's when you can still get this stuff on TV before, you know, the television was completely owned by the pharmaceutical companies, before the politicians were completely bought by the pharmaceutical companies. Um, so um, you, could, you could say at that point that, AIDS and HIV have nothing to do with one another because it, it violates conscious postulates, right? You can find the AIDS virus in any one of us and it's doing absolutely nothing. Okay, the HIV virus. HIV is a natural retrovirus that is just in everyone. It's not doing anything. It's a cold virus, all right? It's like all the cold virus, the common cold virus. Okay. Um, and uh, so if it, is in a body and not causing the AIDS symptoms, then it does not produce AIDS. Plain and simple, entire germ theory goes out the window, okay? In science, the exception is the rule. You find one instance, just one, where the theory can be debunked by showing evidence and proof as AIDS. <laughs> um, also with COVID, by the way, everybody, many people walk around with the COVID virus, testing positive, but, I, but, but you know, maybe what, 10, 20% of them come down with any kinds of symptoms? That's because these viruses are just there doing nothing. Uh, one of the things in the Patriot movement is that uh, they want to just abolish the word virus altogether. Let's explain something here and now, okay? The germ theory, let's just come right out and say it. The germ theory is 
bullshit. It is nothing. Okay. Germs don't cause disease. Now let's explain the microbiome and the biome, right? And I encourage all of your listeners to go find some YouTubes or any kind of research or any kind of talks done by Dr. Zach Bush. Okay. He's a young medical doctor who has been, uh, talking a lot since COVID's been around, it's become very popular about the biome. What's the biome? Well, the biome is this sea of air and microorganisms and stuff that we exist in. We think we're walking around in this meat suit all day, do, 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 do. We just kind of breathe it in our, you know, 78% nitrogen and 21% oxygen and the rest is inert gases. You know, all around us are dust mites, viruses okay they're called exomes they're better called exomes and also i'll explain why in a moment um dust mites riding on skin cells surfing them all around the place all right uh bacteria microorganisms tardigrades okay floating around okay we are constantly in a relationship with organisms like this single-celled and multicellular that are microscopic that we're breathing in and breathing out constantly molds, funguses, okay? Uh, B.J. Palmer, one of the uh, founders of chiropractic profession, said, if the germ theory were valid, we'd all be dead by now. Mm. Pasteur's, yeah, right. Pasteur's, uh, Pasteur's postulate informing the germ theory was that, well, these, there's all these germs that are out there and they're lurking around every corner. I mean, you just touch that door handle you know, somebody went to the bathroom and they didn't wash their hands and then they touched door handle and you touch that door handle and then you scratch your face. It's going to, you know, you're perfectly healthy, by the way, but it's going to find a way and crawl up your nose. And sooner or later, it's going to kill you. That's a ghost story. Okay. Because that one little pathogen, first of all, has to deal with the thousand other pathogens that are trying to eat it before it actually crawls up your nose. Right. It makes the germ theory promoters like the pharmaceutical companies make it seem like, you know, there's nothing else in the air except just oxygen, nitrogen, inert gases and pathogens that you can catch. Okay, And they say, oh, well, you have an immune system. That's why you're fighting these things. Yeah, you do have an immune system. That's correct. But you live in a constant ongoing relationship with microbes. The biggest laugh about COVID-19 is when you walk around and you see people, they're constantly using these hand sanitizers. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, I'm all right now. I'm all right now. You use that hand sanitizer. You're always doing it, always doing it, putting all that carcinogenic stuff on your hands and rubbing carcinogens into your skin constantly. All right. You might take care of all the microorganisms that are on your hands for about 15 seconds, but then they're right back again. Because if they don't come from the air, if they don't come from the water, if they don't come from the soil that you just put your hands in, they're everywhere. We, we developed as human beings, as multicellular animals from these organisms, <laughs> all right? Uh, in the primordial soup of life, when, we, when, when life was beginning, all right, and you know, cells were starting to come together to form, to form the, what a, the miracle process of the eukaryotic cell, okay, which is a huge cell. Eukaryote means, you know, alive, animal cell, right? The, so the eukaryote cell, which is this big, complicated thing, 
okay, is actually a conglomeration of different microorganisms that formed a membrane and said, hey, guess what? We can work better together than we can separately, all right? And what do you think a mitochondria is? If people don't know their cellular biology, right, a mitochondria is nothing more than a highly developed bacterium. It's got genetic material in it. It's a little organelle that produces all the ATP, okay, the adenosine triphosphate, the energy that you have to do this interview, to, to think, to run your life, to run your nervous system. All that ATP is formed by some advanced microbe in the trillions in every single one of your cells, all right? What's my point? Without getting too technical, my point is, is that we have evolved from the primordial soup from all this stuff. Now we are here as these organisms, you know, all these millions of years later, and, you know, with consciousness, because we're not just the body, we also have consciousness, right? And that's more of a religious and spiritual uh, study. But uh, our physical bodies have been in a, a commensal relationship with, with the biome for all of these years. And it knows how to take care of it. We need balance. We need these microbes inside of us too. They do different things in us. We know that when you start taking antibiotics and killing all the microbes, what happens? Okay, we start getting sick. Well, maybe what 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 are the antibiotics doing if you have a, if you have a disease process? Most people don't understand that the disease process they're going through is some sort of purification process. All right. So if it's turned on big time and you're spitting out and coughing out and your eyes are red, and you're just really having a bad time. And the doctor says, well, you probably have some sort of bacterial infection. All right. The antibiotic will kill the microbes, which are aiding in the purification process and shut off your symptoms. And then people think they're okay. Okay. Let me tell you what that's analogous to. That's analogous to having a garbage strike garbage men will going on strike here it's happening because they don't want to get the vaccine so a lot of them they're just saying yeah you know, we're just gonna leave you garbage on the street then if you're not gonna do that and it's working actually in different areas um and that's what you guys got to do too got to shut down the economy got to shut down the economy and make these can i curse on this show you can do whatever you want oh i can oh Good. yeah well your uh your 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 politicians and your and your uh, government that is sold out to the pharmaceutical companies are nothing but a bunch of motherfuckers. Mm. And if that's the case, put their nose to the grindstone. Everybody should just stay home and not go to work. Okay. I'll Stop paying you your say something worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> then, then they come after me and take me out of my bed in the middle of the night. That's right. But, you know, I mean, you don't realize, people don't realize how much they need us. And we're, there's so much more of us than there are of them. And with everything you're going through right now in Australia, best thing you can do is just, they want to have a stay home. Great. Everybody stay home, refuse to work. Stop paying your credit cards. Okay. This Shut the, the system down. This Shut is it the only down. way they can roll out what they're trying to do, right? Is under the guise of a virus or a germ, because if there was no virus or germ, they couldn't roll out this tyrannical communistic dystopian you know, it's you're right. They, they want the, it's the, what people are talking about the Great Reset. They want to get rid of money. They want to, you know, but they can't do it if we take control by not participating. And that's the power that you have in Australia. Yeah. So getting back to the germ theory, it doesn't. It it's it's a false theory that is a bunch of ghost stories. What I was talking about was how the body is spitting out toxins, 
and we're calling it a disease process when it's really purification. And people say, well, then I take the antibiotics and I get better. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you're getting better. That's because your fever goes away because your body isn't working anymore. But, and you're pushing all the junk back down again. Oh, I started to say that uh, the garbage strike, okay? Now, when the garbage builds up, all right, on the street, you're going to get a bunch of rodents come. We have no idea where the hell they come from, but they start coming out everywhere, right? You didn't know that you had so many rodents. All of a sudden, you got mice and rats all over the place because what are they doing? They're eating the trash because you're not picking that trash up and putting it where it should be. Mm. Same thing to your body. Your body builds up with garbage, stores it in its body, stores it in the different cells, different organs, different tissues, different cells of the body, interstitial fluids, liquid garbage, um, solid you know waste particles big protein particles that are toxic to the body the body's always trying to get rid of it all right the rats of the uh, body are microorganisms bacterium in particular fungus they'll be eating the stuff the garbage in your body to help get rid of it uh microorganisms one of their primary purpose is to eat dead organic matter sorry when an animal dies and lays in the ground automatically life force leaves the body and what happens the insects come okay they just seem to come out of nowhere and the process just happens to decompose that body and put it back to where it came from okay so that's what microbes are doing they have a purpose people would just say if we could just get rid of all the germs we'd all be fine they seem to think that these these vaccines are like cleansing products so we're just going to keep shooting so so we're all clean and we can walk around and just all be clean that's not what vaccines do Hmm. whole purpose of a vaccine it was you were supposed to get a microdose of whatever organism may have been causing a problem and that's debatable too about all that but let's just take a a, a view on what a vaccine is supposed to do right Uh, uh and then you're supposed to be ready for the disease if you encounter it, you know, outside. I understand that. I met Jonas Salk. I understand his theory about it. You know, Jonas Salk understood that, you know, more than three quarters of the cases of polio that were created were created after his vaccine rolled out. Mm. And he, he, he tried to fight against that with another prominent scientist, Dr. J. Anthony Morris, you know, back in those days. It's all in my book, the history of this whole thing. But uh, what you're trying to do is rename a body process of purification natural purification with the organisms inside of you people don't realize that microorganisms are part of the immune system they're part of the immune system because they eat up trash Mm. and then once the trash is eaten up what happens is that uh, white blood cells come in for phagocytosis Antibodies are made. Antibodies are maybe 20 to 30% of, of immunity, right? That's why antibody tests are complete nonsense. It's just not the entire package for immunity. Uh, immunity is, a, is, is, is three sets. It's microorganisms in the body, it's white blood cells, and it's antibodies. It's those three things, okay? So this entire germ theory nonsense uh, is the basic fraud and the basic fear that keeps the person who is uneducated in how their bodies work. I mean, they're stealing all the knowledge about how your body works. They want to get rid of natural healthcare to, to, to begin with. Now, what's a virus? All right. Viruses do not exist the way you think they do. And this is going to blow your mind because plenty of people, plenty of virologists have said that when, when you're looking at a virus, viruses do exist. They are there. 
They're all throughout the body. They're all throughout the air, okay? And many people want to rename viruses exosomes because they're outside and they contain genetic material. Now, this is going to blow your mind. Here's what happens. The body constantly goes through a process of cellular death and regeneration, okay? Your cells will constantly divide. If there's poisons in there, some of the cells will break apart and what's called lysis. There are actually enzyme sacs inside each cell called suicide sacs. Okay, they're called lysosomes. And they release their enzymes when the cell gets too toxic. And the, the cell actually explodes. And this process of cellular death and cellular mitosis, the, the, the toxic cells will explode and the healthy cells will divide. Okay, uh, That's the way it should be. Cancer is when you train a... Uh, a unhealthy cell to divide, you get overgrowth in that way. And that happens for different processes. But um, now I want you to picture that that cell is exploding. All right. Each cell has a cell membrane, the cell membrane around it, like I was talking before, when the cell breaks apart, I want you to picture uh, your car windshield. All right. And you know, they have safety glass now, right? Now, let's say you have your radio antenna in the windshield. They put it in the windshield now, right? It comes all the way through so you don't have to have the thing sticking out the top. Right? You're familiar with that. Now, somebody comes up with a hammer and goes, boom, and bams the windshield. All right? It's not going to shatter in your face because now we have safety glass. So you've seen it, how it breaks, right? It breaks into all of these little tiny pieces, correct? And a lot of them are icosahedron shape. That's like little diamond shape. And... Eventually, what's just going to happen is the whole thing is going to fall in and you're not going to get hurt by the glass. Now, this is exactly how the body cell membrane breaks apart. When the cell explodes like that, the cell membrane will break like that and you'll get little pieces of it floating around. And the pieces that have DNA or RNA material stuck to it, we call viruses. Mm. So they are dead. They are not breathing. They don't reproduce. This whole idea about how the coronavirus is going to be transmitted from one person to the next, it's going to crawl up your nose and it's going to start dividing. Every virologist in the world, even the ones that work for the pharmaceutical companies, will tell you that viruses don't divide. Mm. Mm. So what's it doing? What is COVID? What is it? What's this happening? All right. Well, we live in an extremely respiratory toxic environment. We've been having, especially even in Australia, you've been having chemtrails dropped on you for 30 years, all right? Our food is poisoned, our air is poisoned, our water is poisoned, and we are persistently dealing with this toxicity. When I give you examples in my lectures or in my book about ways to detox and keep your body healthy, you don't get sick anymore. Particularly now, you want to stop getting the flu? Follow Dr. Vladimir Zelenko's advice about zinc ionophoresis. Have you heard of him? Yes, I have. Yep. Okay. So Vladimir Zelenko uh, came up with it early on because uh, zinc will bind up protein molecules and it will bind up. Uh, how shall I put this? So viruses don't exist, they don't replicate, but let me tell you what does exist. All right they created this as a bioweapon. Now, just because it's an inert piece of cellular membrane, right? It's a small piece, like we said, it's a shattered piece, and it's all over the place. So when you look at them, 
inside a diseased body and you say, oh, this person's really sick. Let me take a look at the fluids and the sputum and everything. You're going to find these little pieces under the electron microscope. All it represents is you have cell death. That's every day in the body. You have cell death and you have cell growth. Okay. So they're not the cause of the disease. But what you can do is you can go into a laboratory and take one of those pieces of cellular debris, all right, the, the, uh, the membrane with the little piece of DNA in it. You can put your own genetically engineered piece of DNA on top of it. You can also put, you can also uh, train that DNA that once it gets into a cell to mix with the other DNA, the other, the other uh, uh, genetic material that you have to start coding for proteins that are toxic. And that's exactly what the CV shot does. And that's exactly uh, what the bioweapon does. All right. So it's an airborne toxin that has been made into a virus. This virus is nothing more than a genetically engineered monster. All it is is a, is, is a toxic piece of DNA that you're breathing in. Once you get enough of it in the cell, if that DNA happens to randomly mix up with your with your other DNA processes, and you get your body to start producing these sticky proteins, which are called the spike proteins, they're going to run throughout the body creating havoc. The thought with this genetic shot that is uh, causing all the trouble right now with people and making them really sick, the thought that the pharmaceutical company will tell you, and this is why they're changing the definition of vaccine, is that it's going to train your body to genetically, genetically engineer your body to produce the antigens, the, the toxic protein, so that your body can fight it. Okay. Um, because they're saying that COVID-19 has to do with these viruses and these spike proteins that are on top of it. All right. So we're going to have you produce it so you can get a microdose of it and then you're going to be okay. Well, we're not seeing that, are we? We're seeing a whole bunch of hyperimmune reactions, which are called autoimmune reactions, because you're putting this stuff in you and the body is now producing all this toxic shit that it shouldn't produce. And your natural immune response is to fight against that. Okay. And so wherever that process goes haywire, be it the heart, which is what's been happening. You're going to get, you're going to get uh, clots. It's been clotting blood. It's been all of the problems that are happening are from creating toxic proteins uh, that are too big and that the body that overwhelm the body. If it lodges in the liver, you're going to get liver issues. Okay, um, and it's going to accentuate. It's going to accentuate whatever problems your body already has or create more issues. That's what's been happening. So it ain't the germ theory. It's what's been being done to us for the past 30 years because respiratory diseases are the number one cause of going to see a doctor for the last three decades. Right. Right? So we already have, due to our toxic environment, compromised immune systems uh, and compromised respiratory systems. Now you drop crap on us, you start producing... Um, quote unquote, viral or exosomal toxins, release them into the environment, get everybody breathing them. Okay. And then all you need is a hype. Okay. What's the hype? You make sure that you lock, you know, a bunch of elderly into an environment. Uh, they can't get out. They're depressed and they start hacking and coughing because perhaps maybe you release the toxin in there. And, you know, a lot of them are dying and, uh, you fudge statistics before you know it, you got yourself a full fledged pandemic going on. 
Yep. Right. And that's the state that the world is in right now. I mean, about 30% of the people are just scared shitless because they think that they can breathe this in and they're going to die no matter how healthy they are. Hmm. Um, you know, the rest of us are just like, you know, maybe germs cause disease, maybe they don't, but I still want the choice of what, you know, I want to do with it. Absolutely. You know, uh, we've been getting closer and closer with books like mine and also Andrew Wakefield, uh, uh, his research, uh, Dr. Kaufman, you know, uh, so many people have been doing research on vaccines before COVID. And, you know, we're discovering and getting closer and waking more and more people up and more and more people have not been vaccinating their children and more, more people have not wanted the vaccines and don't want them for the kids and they're opting out of it and they're using religious exemption or medical exemption and they realize this so part of the benefit for them is like okay let's rein the cattle right back in again Hmm. and that's what this is about you know it's about uh, the great reset to just keeping everybody enslaved where do you think that this could potentially end up if we don't push back pretty quick smart well look pushback has to happen. Where would we have been if we didn't push back against the Nazis in 1940, right? Since this is Veterans Day up here, we talk about that. We'd always speak in German right now. Mm. Pretty sure the Nazis would have taken over the world. Mm. Uh, When they realized they were going to lose that war, they didn't really lose. They just went underground and came out another way. Now they're back in the corporations and doing all this stuff. Mm. So um, they figure that they have the population dumbed down enough, stupid enough, scared enough, so that they're going to get, so they're particularly, you know, they're just at the point where they just feel like they can do it. And that's the thing that, that concerns me the most, because if they didn't feel like they could push every button right now and successfully get away with whatever they want to do, which is, which is kill off a big, portion of the population, at least half, if not more, uh, over the next 10 years, uh, maybe even shorter period of time, and then uh, completely have everybody under this, you know, pharmaceutical enslavement, whereas it goes from here to, you know, you don't, to having the, uh, having money on a particular chip, and if you don't behave and take your shot and take your pills, then, you know, then you're going to, you know, just how you won't be able to go do anything, you know, walk outside, buy groceries, or you know, this is this is what they're trying to make human beings into. Essentially, this slave race with whoever's left over, you know, after they annihilate uh, and uh, take over and reset everything and form a one-world government that has them, you know, looking at looking pretty. Maybe the one, two thousand of them that are that are trying to control the rest of us. At this point, they just want to. You know, they've used us enough to get to the point where they've built their technology, they've built their infrastructure, they have their underground bases and everything like that. So they've, they've used us enough to the point where, you know, they just figured we don't need so much cattle anymore. This is human farming. Yeah. So they want a pyramid structure with them on the top. Then they have their managers. Then they have the first set of workers, second set of workers, and then the, you know, the real slave population at the very bottom. And that, you know, if you have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones? I have indeed, yes. Yeah, all right. So I don't know if your readers have. It's these these guidestones that are written in several different languages. I don't know how many. Uh, one is not English, and they're in Georgia, and they talk about you know what they want to do. You know, we have to preserve the earth, and to preserve the earth, we need no more than five hundred thousand people on. Well, that's their utopia, 
Um, but let me tell you something. Those 500,000 people will be controlled by 1,000. Yes. Now, the other thing that's happening to get this accomplished is that they're not giving everybody the same shot. Genocide means you're going to kill off a certain population by giving them one set of shots, which are highly toxic. And then, so you have a portion of the population that's just, oh, I just got the shot. I feel great. I feel fine. They get the, sal- they get the saline. Mm. Okay. And this is systematic and it's done. And, and guess what? Nobody tests what's in these things. This could be ended tomorrow if we had a, a full-fledged effort multinationally to just randomly go through different towns and pick out different shots and then analyze them. And you will see how different they are. Mm. And I'm convinced that the people who nothing happens to, they're just like, ah, it's okay. Don't be a baby. Get your shot. You know, you can do everything you want to do. Well, listen, that goes beyond measure uh, because we're not even talking about the fact that how toxic these things are. The whole point is that nobody should be telling you in order for my existence to happen, I should take, I have to take one of your products or I have to get a medication. You know, it's like saying that everybody who wants to be able to exist in this world, every time you walk outside, you have to wear a raincoat <laughs> and you have to wear the raincoat that I make mm. only my raincoat can't wear any other raincoats. And you have to wear the color I tell you to wear on different days. Okay. Otherwise, you know, you can't go to the grocery store. It's the same thing, you know, and you so, have to keep buying this, that raincoat every six months for the rest of your life. Oh, oh yeah. You get a brand new one. Mm. Right. It says different things on the back, Pfizer and, you know, all sorts, <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of stuff. You know, we're advertising a bunch of things like that. So uh, my book goes into a lot of that uh, about the origins of it. I was the first one to do this work and, and call this out and say that this was going to happen, you know, at some point in time. And now here we are with it. And that's one of the things that people are amazed by about how I called this out, interviewed Fauci and everything, you know, back in the AIDS days. And um, it must have been very be, lonely for you. I, I was going to say, it was, I was one of the loneliest guys in town. You know, like the Maytag with Paramount up here in, in the States, we have something called Maytag washers and dryers, you know, and, and the Maytag with Paramount, and you'd be commercial. Well, he was the loneliest guy in town. I used to be the loneliest guy in town. I was like, well, it wasn't just me doing this work. I mean, Andrew Wakefield had been doing it for a while. Um, Kennedy's been doing it for a while. You know, just trying to just what Kennedy's thing is, it's, let's not even talk about being anti-vaccine. Let's just talk about how about we make the vaccines clean? They wouldn't even get into that. Hmm. You know, I mean, he's he's smart because he's taking it stepwise. First, let's see. Let's talk about how they're not clean. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll get to the step how they're not necessary, you know. But so there were a lot of people doing this work, uh, in particular, uh, another chiropractor, Dr. Ted Corin, who did a lot of work, one of my mentors on this work uh, up here in the United States. He's actually written the foreword of my book. Um, and uh, I was doing lectures and, and, you know, going around the country. And then when my daughter was born, I figured, you know, I just, kind of wanted to just stay home and just sell, you know, and uh, form the church so people can get out of it, use their religious exemption if they wanted to. But I go into detail about how this whole thing started and where it's going. And it, and it also contains a lot of uh, legal paperwork for people in the United States to be able to use the constitution in order to protect themselves against unwanted medications. So, excuse me, where I think it's going, I think that we can stop it. I do. How do you think we do? But uh, not participating. 
massive protests like we're doing right now. Some people have it better than others. I mean, up here, you wouldn't even really know anything's going on. Right. You know, especially I live part time in South Carolina. Uh, you wouldn't know anything's going on down there. Yeah. Uh, and up here in Connecticut, people are a bit more paranoid. You kind of know something's going on, but it's not like it is down there. You know, it's a different parts of the world are experiencing it differently. And there is somebody in a room, a group of people in a room trying to figure all this shit out with some kind of algorithm to figure out how to control the humans. Because if, if this doesn't work, then they're going to do something else to bring on the reset. I mean, they'll explode a nuclear bomb someplace and blame it on, you know, conservative Trump supporters or something like that. You know, they, one way or another, they want to get this shit done. And this is just the way they're doing it now. But the most important thing to do is expose them for who they are on all levels, this corruption, this, uh, this satanic kind of, anti-God, anti-nature movement that's going on, um, which has been going on for decades, okay, but it has been just inching their way and inching their way into it to the point where now, you know, they push the pandemic button and uh, they had had games for it a couple of, you know, years back. People know about that. They've already done simulations for it and now they've done it. Like they had simulations for 9-11. They had those too. And then they did it. Right. And what they hope to come out of with this is just a population that is uh, forced to get shots every four, five, six months, kids included. Um, and then they can just basically control you, control your mind to do whatever they want with you. Um, and, uh, you know, that's the essence of it. Can they be stopped? I think they can. I think they can be stopped with noncompliance first. Um, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Fight Club. Mm. It was one of Tyler Durden's, you know, main messages was that we're going to shut down the, the credit card companies, you know, you know, back in the, back in the days of uh, tax protesting in the 80s and early 90s here in the United States, there was one particular fellow, uh, Gary, uh, Barry Konikov, who had said, everybody just take your credit cards and charge them up and don't pay them. <laughs> you will Why? shut down the entire system within 30 days probably wouldn't even take that long it would just collapse on itself Mm. Uh, but uh, you know there are several ways to do it Uh, one way to ensure though that all of humanity will be enslaved is to do nothing and to not get involved Uh, i think everybody just wants to be on the right side of history with this thing you know i mean um we didn't really know back in 1940 or 1941 you know what was going to happen sometimes it looked grim you know i mean maybe hitler would take over the world I think we're kind of at that stage right now. I mean, this is a, a lot going on. And there is not, the problem is, is that there isn't one individual Hitler out there or a Stalin. It's a, it's a group of people that stay in the shadows. And uh, they do have a religion and they do have their OCD uh, rituals. And it is based on Satanism. And, uh, and one of the things you can be sure of, one of the... Uh, one of the best ways to beat them is to understand who they are, understand them, understand how they operate, understand their rituals. And then you dive right into exposing it and stopping it and then not participating in their rituals. Do you think you know? that um, germ theory was concocted all those years ago? Oh God. Yeah. This in mind. So that was oh, yeah. 150 years into the future. We can have this sure. up our sleeve and pull it out when we need to. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's a method of control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I would say that that statement is definitely true. Um, and now they're using it, you know, mm. or we'll just keep making a whole bunch of money on it until then. I mean, who, what government agency, what, what body of people are going to say, you have to get this medication. Your children have to get this. Okay. To keep everybody safe. You have to get this. However, if anything happens to you, we're not responsible and you can't, you know, we're not, we're not going to do anything about it. Mm. How's that? That's the hunger games. Yes. But the United States Senate, the Congress, Back in you know the late the mid '80s, exonerated the pharmaceutical companies from having to pay any torts. Any torts that are paid on vaccine damage are paid by the government, paid by people's taxes. But the pharmaceutical companies are the pharma companies, big pharma is exonerated. Nah, they had to pay the damn thing. So you know your child becomes autistic, you can prove that it's from the vaccine. That's happened many times, but you know it's the government that has to pay out your you know your your loss, whatever it is. I think there's a tort on $250,000 that the pharmaceutical company has to pay. But, you know, if you, if you win, but that's more like, you know, $250,000 to a pharmaceutical company is like, you know, it's like going out for breakfast, you know, that's like bacon and eggs. That's nothing to them. I mean, this, this is a trillion dollar, you know, organization with a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And when you have this much money and this much power, you can buy yourself some politicians. You can buy yourself some countries. You can buy yourself lawmakers. You can even be out there and say, if you, you can even have your own police force. You know, you can eat that. That's an SS that's underground. And you can say, do what I say, uh, pass these laws or I'm coming for you and I'm coming for your children. And they, this happens quite a bit in government pass this law or otherwise we're coming for you and your kids and uh, this is how many people on the courts are affected not all but many are at this point so they've infiltrated so many different aspects of the globe and um they need to be exposed i mean trump said what drain the swamp Hmm. it's all about draining the swamp but within that draining process you know there's going to be some struggles and is it possible that that's the reason why a lot of people aren't pushing back is because they think that it's, it's the lies just too big. And so many people couldn't be on it. It's, it's impossible that this lies that they can't, they can't think that big. Yeah. They can't think that big. Um, I guarantee you that the Satanists that are doing this are flying by the seat of their pants. I guarantee you that Hmm. they're putting everything they can in place and they're just seeing where the chips fall. That's why they don't like people protesting, but they just keep coming at you with countermeasures. You know, well, if you're going to do this, then we'll do this. And then they see how much, okay, let's see how many of our people we have in the courts. All right. Like with this vaccine mandate with Biden, you know, it's completely illegal, completely unconstitutional here in the United States. He's doing it anyway. In fact, he's telling people, don't listen to the courts. The courts just halted it. He's saying, I don't listen to them. Have your people get the shots anyway. Who does that? Who does that? That means we don't have a government anymore. Mm. When you have the president of the United States, he's not really the president because he won illegally. Mm. Uh, he, he's the resident of the White House. Okay, So when he's, out, when he's up there saying, don't worry about what the Supreme Court did businesses, just get the shots anyway. That is a complete separation of the judicial and the, legis- and the, and the legislative branch and the executive branch. That's a complete schism. That means civil war is going on without guns 
Yeah. Okay, that means a breakdown of your what you break down the rule of law like that, and your government officials are not respecting it anymore. They're they're working on their own behalf and their own benefits or their own behest of you know whatever fa- fascist kind of uh, pharma executives are behind them and uh, telling them what to do. You've already, you know, I mean, people don't. When you say people just think it's it's too big, it can't be happening that way. Well. That might be a nice thought, but guess what? It already is, and we're already deep shit in it. Okay, they've already taken over. They just haven't told you yet. Mm. Now they're starting to tell us all, mm. but they're doing it little by little by little because you put a you put a frog into if you want some frog soup, you put a frog into a pot of boiling water. He's going to jump right out. But if you put him in a nice, you know, put some rocks in there for him and make a nice little home for him inside the inside a pan. And put a couple of lily pads in there, and and then you heat that water slowly, slowly over time. He'll get cooked, and he'll never know what's going on. And that's what they've done to the world, really. I mean, they've dumbed everybody down with media. I mean, education is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not encouraged, and this is global. I mean, uh, Gavin Newsom just said that in California, they're going to be ending calculus. <laughs> No longer taught in California because it's too hard. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So essentially our students are all a bunch of dumbasses and we are not going to be teaching it in the public school anymore because it's just unfair to minorities. This is what he said. It's unfair to minorities. So we're just going to stop learning. You know, it's, this is, (laughs) this is the mentality that's, you know, if you have you ever watched the movie Idiocracy? I have, and it's basically what's with, happening now, right? With Luke Wilson. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, movie, it's it, the same thing. It's, it goes into the future, and, you know, it's just everybody's a friggin' moron. They've mm-hmm. just, the, the entire world has been just dumbed down, and it's in disaster And as a result. I mean, it, it, But the thing with this idiocracy that we're living in is that the people who are keeping the knowledge are maintaining it for themselves. They're just making everybody else into idiots because they can control them that way. Well, when people find out the truth, they're going to fight back. And, you know, that means every human being on the face of the planet is basically um, the enemy of these people who are trying to roll out this satanic nonsense. But what a great way to get rid of 80% of the army by injecting them with something that could potentially disarm them. And then you've got 10, 15, maybe 20% of the population left to fight the war. Um, Exactly. Pretty smart move. Right. Right. So this is what they're trying to do. And I believe that a lot of the militaries around the world are catching on to it. You know, listen, the next couple of years are going to be very important. Right now, they're just throwing it all out there and seeing what they can do. All right. Well, if they're able to do it, it's very much like you're in 1940 Germany and everybody's saying, well, I wonder if Hitler will take over the the world. You know, (laughs) we're kind of at that point right now. It all depends on the moves that people behind the scenes that are actually working for our benefit will do and that we all do because we're really fighting a war here against the people. Yeah. And I believe that there are forces out there in government and military that see what's happening and that are working for our benefit. But, you know, we have to see if they win or not. If they don't win, we're, we're in pretty bad shape. Yeah. You know, Look, you know, I've, I've still it. got faith in humanity. I still think, Oh, I have faith in humanity. I think we can overcome Mm. Uh, whether or not we will or not. It's like, it's, it's, it's a lot more important for me anyway, to die on my feet than to live on my knees. Mm. 
because I know if I die on my feet with my with my ideals and in knowing the truth, I know that when I leave this world, I'll take those ideals with me and I'll be okay. It's when you die a slave to their products and to their dumbing down and you're just a, a sheep with a mask on and you go through the entire system and make them money all the way through and die in a hospital with them injecting you in a whole, with a whole bunch of crap uh, and you just die unconscious. Hmm. your consciousness will get recycled right back into the machine, you know? And if you're talking about spirituality, I mean, that's, that's the main piece of it. So um, if you think of it that way, and you're just going to separate yourself from the entire game that this is um, and stand with your truth and do the best you can to, to upgrade and to uplift humanity and to tell the truth, then you're on then you're on the right side of history because then even if even if they get you and you do leave this world at least you'll leave with with your with your truth and you'll leave with god in your heart and you'll leave with you know your your understanding and that's going to carry you through to a positive place but if you uh, if you're ensconced with the fear mongering that they and this is your life you just basically you know watching the mainstream news all the time and you're letting them just push all your buttons and control you and you're just you're just this fear puppet moving from one place to the next place to the next place to the next place just constantly in a, in a state of fear um you know it's uh it's not only bad for you physically you're not only going to have a terrible life but you're not going to get you're not going to get out of that consciousness you know i'm not a I'm not God. I can't tell you, but you know, <laughs> there's a, there's a whole other uh, there's a whole other um, stream of intelligence that goes beyond this that that monitors all of this that uh, that you're going to be on the bottom rung of. And <laughs> so you need to, you know, we're all we're all being tested. Humanity's being tested for certain. Yeah, we are all being tested, and um, primarily being tested. I mean, the ultra Christians would say it's you know it's the reckoning, it's the revelation, it's. Uh, it's the apocalypse. It's, you know, it's, I have, I have, you know, old time Christian friends that, you know, pound the Bible and really think, yeah, listen, I love the Bible. I read it, you know, two, three times a week. I love the passages, but, you know, I can take it and understand the, the meaning of it as an allegory, as a story, as, as something to get you, you know, more connected to your own inner spirit. I can, I can do that. It's when you think that, you know, revelations is going to happen and you're going to be like, you know, floating up into the sky. One of my Christian friends said to me once, he goes, oh, it's going to be amazing. All this bomb's going to be all far around us and God's just going to float all the good people away. They're going to go flying away. Like in the movie Loden's Run, you know, years ago, where you just floated up into the sky and they zapped you and disintegrated you at 30 years old. You were, you were renewed, you know. Um, you know, these kinds of beliefs keep you locked in one, in, in one consciousness for lifetimes we have an opportunity to see the truth to see the real man behind the curtain to see what's really going on and it's only then that your consciousness can move forward and grow and then it really doesn't matter what happens you hope the best happens you do the best you you pray for the best you uh you have to believe in something beyond this world you just have to you have to believe in something that is greater than the problems of this world you know otherwise i don't know i don't know what gets you up in the morning you know, there's got to be something It's it's the heart of humanity. As you said, you said that you have not lost faith in humanity and good. And that's your heart. You know, it's the heart of humanity is that connection we have with other human beings, 
and we're not going to be told what the truth is. We're going to state what the truth is. We're going to keep asking questions. All right. We're going to keep being free and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to insist. It's, it's like uh, there's an old movie which showed, uh, you know, one of the, the person interrogating, the Nazi interrogating the American soldier. Uh, all he had to do was look up at the six lights and say there were four and they'd be let go, but he wouldn't do it. You know, it's the same type of thing. I just say that there are four lights. You say that, but you walk right out of here, you know, and you can, uh, you, you can go, you know, live in a camp or something, but you won't be interrogated here and tortured like you have been. And he just wouldn't do it. No, there are, there are, there are not four lights. There are six lights up there. Mm. It's the same type of thing. They're trying to break our spirit, our collective spirit, the spirit of humanity and uh, turn us into something that, uh, you know, is not what we realize as human beings today. Yeah. Um, so uh, I would say that there is hope. We just have to stick with it. And yeah, every day is different. Every day is different. There's definitely hope. And I'm just glad that men like you are on the right side of, uh, of history and, and you're standing up for truth and love and freedom. Um, and I know it's getting late there. I know you probably got to go and cook some dinner and, and attend to your family. Um, but before you go, I just wanted you to let us know where we can find your book because. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think um, it would be a great read for a lot of the, the listeners to get an yeah. introduction into this. Well, do you put comments in on your, on your site at all? Or I can definitely yeah. put it in the show notes. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's goodbye germ theory. Goodbye germ theory is the name of the book and uh, it's on Amazon. Plenty of people have bought it at Amazon. Yeah, it's Amazon, what? Not UK. You guys are Amazon. Uh, We've got Amazon Australia here, I think. Australia, yeah. So you're Amazon Australia. You'll find it there. Okay. I know a few people have already. Uh, it's got 350 something reviews, uh, five star reviews. Um, and just about two weeks ago, it was the out of uh, out of the 750 thousand books that Amazon sells. It was number. Uh, Got down to number four fifty nine. Wow, that's so pretty it was good. a it was selling pretty it was selling pretty well, and it was also number two in all medical books sold. So people were people were looking at it. It's also available on Audible, so you can get the audio book with it. It's on on audio book as well. It's on audio book. It's on it's a, it's on a, an Amazon platform called Audible. Audible, yes, I know Audible. Yeah, you have that there in the in in Australia. Yes, we do. So, uh, yeah, you get it there, and then you get the. I suggest you do both if you want to listen to it in the car, and it, it reads like a story. Um, and I tell you about all the fraud that's been going on for decades, you know, with vaccines and with the germ theory and everything. Um, you can listen to it in the car, so you get the basis of it. All the forms and everything, which are better for people in the U.S. Granted, because it's you're, you're in Australia, but the forms and how to fight back with forms. Uh, via the u.s are all in the paperback copy and if, you, if you're accustomed to reading a paperback book anyway you might like that um there are two ways to get it you can get it on amazon or you can go to xlibris.com that's xlibris.com yep. just type in goodbye germ theory and uh it'll come up there too also if you type in my name dr william trebbing t as tom r-e-b as boy i-n-g dr william trebbing it's one of the first things that comes up that's brilliant. So there's all these ways of getting it. And once you get on there, I also have a, I also have a blog and the blog is say no to vaccines.org. Say no to vaccines.org. You can see information there about the church, 
uh, and about the different you know blogs, uh, articles that I've had for a while. Uh, of particular interest, you want to find out how to purify yourself with borax and boron. Uh, that's on there because that's great for your to purifying your respiratory system. Uh, people write me emails and everything from there asking me for advice, and I I, I get on them, answer them all, you know, uh, within a week on a weekly basis. That's excellent too. So there are some freebies involved with that. You can certainly do that. Um, and at the end of this, if you like, I can uh, I can write out all of those contact information areas, email to, excuse me for me, and uh, you can type it all in for your for your audience to be able to you know, research further. Yeah, I'll definitely mm-hmm. share that with all of the listeners, and um, yeah, Great. hopefully we can get some people getting that book and expanding their minds a little bit to finding out the truth of this reality. For a guy like yourself, the book is going to be more of a ah, he said that well. Okay, that's good. I've heard that before. I mean, or oh, okay, that puts it together well. I like that. Oh, okay, it's not going to be for a guy like you. It's going to be preaching to the choir. You're going to like say, oh, this is fantastic. I love this the way it's organized and put together and the quotes and everything. Nothing, nothing you didn't know already, but just you like the organization. For people who are just not really understanding how, like you said, there are a lot of people who say, oh, this is, how could this even be going on? It wakes people up. So, you know, but people buy five and, you know, 10 copies to hand them out to their friends because it's a very easy book to read. It's not filled with an awful lot of you know, crazy science and, and charts and things like that. It's just common sense. It reads more like a philosophy and common sense book. Uh, although there is a lot, there are a lot of science, there are a lot of scientific quotes in there, but it's more a, a common sense book. And what it, if you know anybody who's on the fence and just doesn't understand how all this could be happening, it helps flip them over to the truth. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And it also gives people like yourself more ammunition to speak the truth. Yes. As well. Which is exactly what we need right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Treving. It's been my pleasure. Yeah, appreciate sure. You if you need me to come out at some other time, you just let me know and I'll I'll certainly be uh, pass along that information to you on Facebook Messenger. Great. Thank you so much. Have a great night and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. And thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or comments, head on over to humanly.com slash podcast and join the discussion. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and become part of our growing community of like-minded health professionals. Until next time.